This podcast is brought to you by the Wharton School at the University of Pennsylvania. The summer is here, and with the decline in COVID cases, as well as the increase in vaccinations, more people taking vacations this year. So what should travelers expect? What are the trends for the summer? And how has the industry adjusted to somewhat of a new normal? Joe Gebbia joins us. He's uh, one of the co-founders of Airbnb. Joe, great to have you with us. Hope you're doing well. Dan, pleasure to be here. Thanks for having me. So let me start with that part of it because of the last 15 months or so, how do you think your company and the industry as a whole has really adjusted because of the pandemic? Well, you know, Dan, it's been a whirlwind for the travel industry. It goes without saying. Um, you know, it was about a year ago where um, our business was was decimated. Um, our business dropped roughly 70% in just a couple of weeks or months. Um, and there was really a lot of uncertainty around when travel was going to come back. Um, but we saw something taking place uh, around this time last summer, which is that people weren't traveling internationally. They were not getting on planes. Um, they still aren't getting on planes. Um, but they were traveling. Um, they were traveling domestically. You know, if you think about it during the lockdown, yeah, you got to get out of the house. You, you've got to change the context. And what people discovered is that there were actually some pretty cool destinations in their own backyard. People really discovered last year the, the volume of options that were in and around um, the place that they actually live. And we actually did more domestic business last June in 2020 during the pandemic than we did uh, in 2019. I can share there's another really cool trend that we saw um, on our site, which is that um, with these stays that people are taking, they're, they're actually booking longer than usual. And why is that? Well, I think with the advent of work from home, I know we're, we're both in our homes right now um, doing the show. Um, it, it created an incredible amount of flexibility for people to work from anywhere. What are you starting to see now as we're heading into this summer in terms of uh, of usage rates and what people are looking for? Because certainly after the, the last year plus, it's just nice to be able to get out and go places. <laughs> You're right. You know, historically, the most common type of summer travel on our site has been one or two guests visiting a big city. And for summer, summer 2021, the most common travel book bookings on Airbnb are families leaving a big city to visit smaller destinations. And just today in 2021 so far, rural travel accounts for 22% of our nights booked on our site. So for summer 2021, our top destinations by bookings have moved beyond cities to you know, more like coastal and other rural areas. You know, for example, in France, travel this summer shifted from Paris city center to VAR, which is on the southeast uh, part of France, it's both more rural and it's, it's more seaside. Um, so that's, that's a big trend of people going more rural out to the countryside. Um, however, at the same time, what we're seeing in cities are longer term stays. For example, if you're going to New York City this summer, chances are you're staying for a month or more. And in fact, 62% of summer nights booked in New York City are for long-term stays. So people are using long-term stays to visit and live in big cities. I, I think in terms of my thought process about Airbnb, part of the goal is, is to make people feel like they're at home and not just you know a place where they're going to lay their head. How do you kind of take that to the next level post-pandemic uh, when people really want to get out and they want to have that feeling? Well, 
I mean, I don't know about you, but after a, a year of isolation, um, I, I just want to travel again. And I think a lot of other people feel this way. Um, I think it's one of the out of home activities that people have missed the most over the last year. Um, and in fact, travel is one of the top activities that people say they'll do first once they feel safe. Um, and so we know that people are going to be looking for more meaningful travel experiences going forward, you know, whether that's connecting with, with family and friends or, or just connecting with their destination. And luckily, that's exactly the type of experience that, that the Airbnb community provides. You know, um, our hosts foster the type of, of travel that guests are looking for. And they do it in all kinds of ways, creating all kinds of experiences for guests from, you know, leaving out a bottle of wine after a long day to some hosts. I stay with hosts who've baked homemade dog treats for, for my dog. Um, and being a host is, is all about creating this connection and belonging uh, to our guest community around the world. I remember when the pandemic really was getting going, uh, I was actually potentially going to, to England to watch a soccer match and that got canceled. And, and one of the things I found out is obviously a lot of companies because of the pandemic had to be flexible with dates that they were going to stay or dates they were going to travel, et cetera. How much of that do you th think is going to continue to occur, that level of flexibility for the consumer, even well beyond the pandemic? Well, I think it's here to stay. Um, I don't think life will go back to the way that it was kind of maybe, you know, post 9-11. Um, airports were never the same. I think the same is true here. Um, office life will probably never be exactly as it was pre-pandemic. Um, I think it'll you know, probably be a hybrid situation. Uh, and and in, do, in that, it frees up this, again, this flexibility. Um, so we're, we're doubling down on it because we see it um, in our data. We, see, we hear it from our guests and from our hosts. And so um, just yesterday, we launched a whole flurry of new features um, just in time for summer travel season to help our guests find the places that are right for them this summer. And so we launched um, a whole uh, crop of features around uh, flexibility. So really helping people find places that fit not just their lo location, but actually can fit an experience they're looking for. So for the first time in Airbnb, you can now search by the experience that you want to have when you stay. So some people, you know, maybe you don't know exactly where you want to go, but you've got to, you want to spend a weekend or two this summer uh, on a long weekend somewhere um, with your family or a significant other. Now for the first time, you can actually search by weekend. You can search by saying, here's the months of June, July, and August. Airbnb, you tell me all the possibilities of places I could take my family on the weekends throughout these three months. And then our search results got that much smarter to show our guests exactly the options available for them. In addition to that, we actually now allow people to search by listing type. So if you want an experience in the location, you know, is secondary, you can now search by some of our most unique and iconic listings that you can only find on Airbnb. And what I'm talking about, Dan, are the tree houses. I'm talking about the yurts. I'm talking about the boats. I'm talking about uh, the castles. You know, the really cool one-of-a-kind experiences that our community puts on our platform. Um, now you can search by that and say, show me all the tree houses around, you know, New York City. And show me all the tree houses around London or around Los Angeles. And now you can actually design your trip around a cool experience rather than the other way around, which is I got to have dates and I got to know exactly where I'm going. So we've made it a lot easier for people to find really cool experiences this summer. What's that experience like for the person that wants to have their home as part of Airbnb? And, and are you seeing an uptick in the numbers of people 
that want to maybe have their home shared with somebody that might be visiting into that area? Well, we absolutely are. Um, and I think, you know, it, 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 it kind of nets out to be fairly um, obvious once people start to get into the process of, of considering being a host, because um, you can earn a lot of money. And at the same time, you can create great experiences for people. Um, and so for a lot of our hosts, it's an economic lifeline. And the average host who's welcomed at least one guest just this past year has earned $9,600. In context, that's seven times the size of a typical US stimulus check. And so you know, now is actually a fantastic time to become a host on our site because there is a travel demand, a wave of travel coming like we've never seen before uh, for this summer travel season and beyond. And yesterday we also launched the ability to uh, become a host in a more simplified way. It's 10 easy steps. Um, it's all done on the app. Um, you get coached by an existing super host to welcome you into the community. Um, uh, really easy help uh, topics along the way. And we just make it really easy for anybody with you know an extra room down the hall or somebody who's traveling um, and their home is gonna be empty for a week or two and they wanna list it to help offset the cost of their vacation. Uh, we've now made it easier for both of those scenarios. So are, are you, because of that, uh, that increased interest, are you seeing more different cities come online as potential places that people would want to visit? Absolutely. Oh my gosh. Yeah. We, we put out a travel trend report not that long ago and it really, we pulled from our own data. We said, where are people searching? And we saw that there is a whole wave of kind of unexpected destinations. Um, on Airbnb, that could be Acadia National Park up in Maine, could be Hilton Head Island in South Carolina, could be West Yellowstone, which is near Yellowstone. And um, these are the kinds of destinations where, um, you know, there's a, a surging demand of guests looking for really cool, really interesting places to stay. What do you think having a, a service, a company like Airbnb has meant for the industry as a whole, you know, I'm thinking since day one, when you guys started doing listings. What does it mean for the industry? Well, I, I help, I, we, we've, I would say we've increased the pie. <laughs> you yeah. know, we've, we've made travel, um, I think that much more aspirational. You know, we've always aspired to make Airbnb about booking an experience, not necessarily about, you know, saving, you know, a buck or kind of, you know, it's not always about price, it's about value. And we've always um, pride ourselves on being able to provide value. Um, you know, and it's especially true for families um, as one example, right? If, you, if you've got a family, you've got, you know, one or two kids, um, traveling to traditional accommodations sometimes can be pretty difficult. My, my sister, who's got two young kids, <laughs> um, texted me one time from her hotel room in the dark, eating a bowl of soup with her husband saying, uh, we have nowhere to go. Our toddlers are asleep in the bed. We're all in the same room together. Next time we're booking an Airbnb <laughs> because you get a bunch of rooms and a living room where kids can play in a kitchen where you can make your formula and all the conveniences of a home. Joe, I want to thank you for a few moments today. I uh, hope you guys have a good summer, a busy summer. Thanks very much and greatly appreciate your time today. Dan, it's been a pleasure. Joe Gebbia, co-founder of Airbnb. To keep engaged with Wharton Business Daily and other Wharton School shows, visit businessradio.wharton.upenn.edu.